ومن أراد الآخرة وسعى لها سعيها وهو مؤمن فأولئك كان سعيهم مشكورا وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أملك عليك لسانك وليسعك بيتك وابك على خطيئتك أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم موسس فكتد علماء كرام Brothers and elders, this is Allah Ta'ala's infinite grace, His mercy, His special favor, His bounty, His blessing. And indeed, we can spend our whole life making shukar for the countless bounties and blessings of Allah Ta'ala. And we will not be able to fulfill the right of shukar of even one ni'mad, let alone express our gratitude and shukr to Allah Ta'ala for all His bounties. The bounties of Allah Ta'ala, even the food that we ate just now and what we keep eating, the clothing that we wear, the homes that we live in, the transport that we may have, and all the various material bounties that we enjoy, all that is also ni'mat. All that also requires that we express our shukr and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala for it. But above that and way beyond that are the bounties and the ni'mats of deen. In this Mubarak month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala gave us the opportunity to witness this Mubarak month. Purely out of His grace and mercy, Allah Ta'ala enable us to fast. There are many who want to fast but just cannot make it, whatever the circumstances are, illness, etc. <coughs> There are those who can make it and are not fasting. Allah Ta'ala out of His grace enabled us to fast, gave us the strength and gave us a tawfiq to keep it also. This is not our achievement, it is only Allah Ta'ala's grace. Allah Ta'ala allowed us to come for our salah, perform tarawih salah and all the other various amal. Allah Ta'ala allows us to take His kalam apart, the Quran Sharif in our hands and recite his kalam Allah Ta'ala out of his grace on top of all this in this Mubarak month Allah Ta'ala allowed us to come into his house as mehman, as guests Allah Ta'ala is the host the Mu'atakif is the guest what greater honor can there be for a person to become the guest of Allah Ta'ala so all these are also tremendous bounties tremendous ni'mads these are things that we can never ever express our shukar enough to Allah Ta'ala for all these bounties and ni'mads. But while expressing the verbal shukar is extremely necessary, important, the real shukar as we have always discussed every year in Atikaf, that the real shukar for any ni'mad is that it be used in the correct way. A person is given some item, somebody gave him a nice shawl or something. So the shukr of that is that he now wears it, he uses it to cover himself. But if the person finds him, the person who gifted it to him, 
finds him wiping the windscreen of his car with that or worse still sees him using that shawl to shine his shoes so despite all the verbal expression of gratitude that he might have made the jazakallah he would have said and given duas and whatever else he would have said but his action betrays all that he has said and the action shows that he didn't appreciate this gift this ni'mat so the real appreciation is that that shawl be used for the purpose it is meant likewise allah taala gave us this great opportunity this gift this bounty this ni'mat beyond all the material ni'mats no material ni'mat somebody can have millions can have billions can have all the things of dunya somebody earned it in a halal way mashallah mubarak to him but that can't match and can't come anywhere close to any bounty of deen allah taala has blessed us with this great gift allowed us to come into his house allowed us to be here now we need the expression verbally of this alhamdulillah allahumma lakal hamd ala ni'matil iman allahumma lakal hamd ala ni'matil islam and alhamdulillah ala ni'matil quran and like that all the other bounties we have to express that gratitude to our tongues as well but the real shukr for this is that now we use this opportunity for what it is meant we use this opportunity to achieve that objective that we would have inshallah made the intention for that is the real gratitude that by the time this last few nights of ramadan that are left pass us allah knows best whether we are still around allah taala give us life and we still here to see the end of ramadan so by the time this ramadan finishes off we have achieved what we have come for now that is the big question what we have come for in the quran sharif in the ayat of the quran sharif that was recited allah taala says woman arad al akhirata wa sa'a laha sa'yaha wa huwa mu'min fa ulaika kana sa'yuhum mashkura that those who make irada of the akhirat woman arad al akhirah those who intend the hereafter essentially this refers to ikhlas to sincerity that a person's motive is not dunya a person's intention is not material a person's intention is not some worldly position some kind of worldly benefit his intention is akhirat his intention is noble beyond material things beyond dunya so essentially this refers to ikhlas it refers to sincerity that whatever a person is doing he is doing it for allah taala he is not doing it for his ego he is not doing it for any material gain he wants to get the pleasure of allah taala but in it is a lesson as well that woman arad al akhirah the person made the intention of akhirat he has an active intention within him one is a person did something good also but he did that good without any intention whereas if he made a good intention in it he could have transformed that it might be a simple thing basic thing but that day to day activity could have become ibadat if he had the right intention so dr abdul hayy rahmatullah alay one of the senior khulafa was athani rahmatullah alay says that i practiced on this of making a correct intention to such an extent that if i came home and i saw my little child running up to me 
which is a natural thing that any father, any parent now will walk towards a child and pick him up and hug him. It's a natural thing. He says, but even at that stage, I stopped first for a brief moment. And I reminded myself that Nabi Wasallam used to pick up Hazrat Hassan and Hussain in this manner with love. So I'm going to do it in emulation of Nabi Wasallam. Now that which was a natural thing became ibadat. Why? Because of this niyat of ittiba of sunnat. That he did something which was human nature, but he transformed it into ibadat by means of making a good intention in it. Now we have come in atikaf, mashallah, that is one niyat already, that we have come to make atikaf. But the wider the niyat is, the more a person benefits out of it. A person left his home to go and perform fajr salah. So he'll go, he'll get the reward of performing his Fajr Salah and he'll come back. Now the time that it took him to go, at the same time, but he made the niyad that I'm going to the masjid, I'll perform my Fajr Salah. If there is some time before Fajr, I'll make some tilawat also. I'll make some tasbihat, some zikr. I'll pass somebody, I'll make salam to them. He's making intentions actively. Mm. If there's some talk of deen, something program taking place after Salah, I'll participate. Perhaps the chance may not come for many of these things. Maybe by the time he got there, it was almost Jamaat time. So he didn't get a chance to make any tilawat before. He perhaps had to leave immediately after. He didn't get the chance to sit in that program. Whatever the reason might be, he had to be, suddenly he realized he has to go quickly. But he got an independent reward for all those actions which he intended. Whereas some of it he didn't manage to even do. Niyatul Mu'min Khairum min amali. The intention of a mu'min is sometimes greater than his amal also. Because the intention is sincere, he already got the sawab of it. By the time the amal came, sometimes it gets corrupted with something further. So in any case, like this person went to the masjid for Fajr Salah, and he didn't just confine it to the niyat of Fajr Salah, he widened his niyat. He made many niyats. And he got an independent reward of it too, he'll get the benefit accordingly also. Likewise, alhamdulillah, we've come in etikaf. One is the virtues of etikaf, the benefit of etikaf. What a great benefit. In one hadith, Hazrat Abdullah bin Abbas, عنه, he is sitting in the masjid and somebody comes, he sees, Hazrat Abdullah bin Abbas عنه, sees this person very, very grieved, worried. He asked him, is there a problem? So he says, well, there is a problem. The problem is I'm owing somebody money. And wallah, I don't have anything to pay him. But now I'm under this, I got to sort it out. So he said to him that, okay, if I come and talk to him and intercede on your behalf, you think that will help? He said, yes, it will help. So he immediately left the masjid, put on his shoes and started walking out. Meanwhile, he was in Atikaf. Now this is a separate lesson, but in any case, as he was leaving now, this person is asking him that, have you forgotten you were in Atikaf? You just walked out? So he said, no, I haven't forgotten. I know full well I'm in Atikaf. But in other words, I have now decided to terminate the Atikaf to fulfill your need. <laughs> because I heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and he said, sahibu hadha al-qabr, because he was in Masjid al-Nabawi sallallahu alayhi wa said that the master of this place, of this qabr, person who's resting in this place, I heard him say, and his eyes started tearing. He said, I heard Nabi Salaam say, that the person who fulfills one need of his brother, 
then this will be greater for him than 10 years of etikaf. And then the reward of etikaf, and the reward of one day in etikaf, Allah Ta'ala will create three trenches for him between him and Jahannam. And each trench is the distance between the heavens and the earth. So three such trenches Allah Ta'ala creates between him and Jahannam for each day of etikaf. And fulfilling the right of a Muslim or fulfilling some need of a Muslim is greater than 10 years of etikaf. So in any case, this is one niyat obviously. We've come in etikaf, we've come for this virtue. Allah Ta'ala bless us, Allah Ta'ala enables to gain this. So this is a niyat as well. Then the niyat that inshallah we'll learn something. Most of it will be nothing but what we have already learned. It's all a revision. And this revision is necessary, as we discussed after Isha, وَذَكِّرْ فَإِنَّ الذِّكْرَةَ تَنْفَعُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ That this revision is very necessary. It keeps reminding us, it refreshes those lessons that we should have uppermost in our hearts and minds all the time. And we've heard it, we've learnt it, we forgot it, we know it, but we don't remain conscious of it. But with this constant reminder for ourselves, first and foremost for myself, for all of us, this makes it fresh, it makes us more conscious of it. So inshallah, that too is an intention, that we will learn something. So the intention was atikaf, the intention was the virtues of it obviously. The intention is that in this kind of program, inshallah, where there is some kind of talim taking place, we will learn some things. So that intention as well. But there is something more than this. Often this is where our intentions are over. We confine our intentions to this, and all this is good, mashallah. All this is excellent. But this is still very limited. We have left the outside world outside, and this is something that we should really leave outside. Mm. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with this opportunity to be inside His house as His guests. So now we should really leave the outside outside. And unfortunately nowadays, a very big chunk of the outside comes away right inside in the form of our phones. Or by means of our phones. So this is a time to now totally cut ourselves off from all this. Totally cut ourselves. There's some necessary call to make or just somebody wants to find out how they're at home also. That's fine in this place. Just make the call and... Let's finish. But somebody now is keeping in touch with the outside world. Allah forbid somebody is sometimes even getting involved in the same thing that he was involved in outside. There's all kind of chatting taking place. Sometimes it may not be haram chatting too. It might be even permissible chatting. But this is not the time to get involved in all that. As we spoke about earlier after Isha speaking. This is also speaking. This too is speaking with the fingers. Nowadays a lot of speaking happens with the fingers. Before they say, let your fingers do the walking, now he's doing the talking. <laughs> so, this is the time now to cut ourselves from all this. Completely. What is absolutely necessary, or as we said, somebody just needs to find out, everything is at home, okay, fine, just give them some du'as and bus. Now we need to have our hearts and minds focused here. <laughs> And this is part of the intention now. 
That we have come in the house of Allah Ta'ala, we've come for Atikaf, we've come for the virtues of Atikaf, we've come to learn something. But together with that, we have come to connect ourselves with Allah Ta'ala. And that is why we've secluded ourselves in the house of Allah Ta'ala. We've cut ourselves out from the outside world. A lot of things are happening outside, a lot of things will happen outside. And when we get out, we'll have to attend to whatever it is also. We will have to also get back into the day-to-day issues of dunya. But now, for this time, let our hearts, there are two things. One is sukut, and the other is sukun. Sukut, that a person keeps silent, obviously, from all haram things completely, totally. Ribad, any kind of obscene talk, Obviously these things is not something confined to the masjid or etikaf, this is for all times. But if it doesn't stop in etikaf also, where is it going to stop any other time? This is the time now that if a person is somehow caught up in these things, this is the time now to make this etikaf a means of getting rid of it forever. So this concentrated effort, that a person now is very very conscious about what he's speaking. This is not part of etikaf to remain completely silent and to make it a part, a point that a person won't speak. In fact, if a person regards this as a part of the virtue of etikaf, then this is something that's wrong. So it's not that a person is not allowed to speak, but any haram talk obviously out of the question. Idle chatter out of the question. There's a person sitting now talking all idle talk here, there and everywhere just in order to pass time. It's obvious now there will be some <coughs> light conversation sometimes. But, we've had our tea, we've spoken what we want to speak. But now the rest of the time, now our mind and heart should be focused for what we came for. And as we mentioned, that our very big intention, besides all the other intentions which are there, our very major intention is that we've come as guests in the house of Allah Ta'ala, to connect ourselves with Allah Ta'ala. Now that is our intention. And Allah Ta'ala says, Oman arad al-akhira, it doesn't finish off there. Together with intention, وَسَعَالَهَا سَعْيَهَا وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَأُولَٰئِكَ كَانَ سَعْيُهُمْ مَشْكُورًا That a person has intended akhirat, and then he makes the proportionate effort, the proportionate effort, وَسَعَالَهَا سَعْيَهَا a person has to run his house, so he goes to earn. So he went, he worked for about one hour, and then he didn't go for two, three days, and then he went for another one hour. So at the end of the month he brought, he brought something and came. He brought 200 rands and came. Now he needs 5,000 rands to run his house, and he's saying, no, but I made an effort. Nobody can deny he made an effort, but he didn't make a proportionate effort. He didn't make the effort that is required for that kind of income to be brought in. So likewise, we have such a major intention, such a great objective, that we want to connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. And in order to achieve that, we are not prepared to sacrifice these small, small things. We can't switch our phones off. We can't keep our tongue away from talking just futile things. We can't give up that group chatter that carries on then how are we going to achieve such a great objective? This is what we've come for. We've come to get this taluk with Allah Ta'ala. This nisbat with Allah Ta'ala. The love of Allah Ta'ala. 
that then when we leave this place, we do things out of love. It's not all the time that if I don't do it, I'll catch it. No, out of love. When a person starts doing things out of love, then he won't just be doing the bare minimum and must run away and feel I've done my duty. When he's doing out of love, then he'll be performing his nawafil also. When he's doing out of love, then the tilawat will be a part of his daily life. Out of love, he'll never miss his tasbihat and zikr. Out of love, then he will be spending wherever he can, to the extent he can, in the path of Allah Ta'ala. Because all this will bring him closer to his beloved Allah. Now this is what we've come to bring this spark of connection of the love of Allah Ta'ala. And that requires its proportionate effort. وَمَنْ أَرَادَ الْآخِرَةَ وَسَعَالَهَا سَعْيَهَا وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ Obviously the foundation for everything to be accepted is Iman. Without Iman, nothing is acceptable. Allah's grace, Allah's fadal, Allah Ta'ala's ni'mat and bounty upon us, that Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this greatest of gifts of Iman. But now we need to connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. It is not our efforts that will do it. Our efforts can achieve nothing. It's something so great, our efforts won't do it. We can't achieve anything. But, the person who makes the proportionate effort, Allah Ta'ala says that, وَسَعَالَهَا سَعْيَهَا وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَأُولَٰئِكَ كَانَ سَعْيُهُمْ مَشْكُورًا Allah Ta'ala is very appreciative. Then like that child who takes one step, the parent now, the child is just learning how to walk. The child just took one, two faltering steps. But he took those few faltering steps. The parent picks him up and now makes him reach the point that he was supposed to reach. Whereas he would have fallen after that. But he took the faltering steps. So now the parent picked him up. Allah Ta'ala's grace and mercy is beyond all the grace and mercy of all the mothers of the world put together. Allah Ta'ala's grace and mercy, Allah Ta'ala granted them that mercy in their hearts. Allah Ta'ala's mercy is unlimited. But what steps are we going to take? That is the point. So this is the time now for us to totally, number one, make our mind very clear. That what we have come for. Together with coming for etikaf itself, for the benefit of etikaf, the virtues of etikaf, and to learn something, we have come to connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala. To gain His muhabbat, to gain His love, to gain this taluk with Him. And that requires an effort. A part of, very major part of that effort is, there's one hadith sharif of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that was recited, the Mufti Mahmud sahab rahmatullah every year in Atikaf he would give a bayan on this. And in emulation of that, in some broken way we are repeating it. So this was a standard discussion in every Atikaf that he would discuss this hadith sharif. Because at Uqba bin Amir radiallahu ta'ala an, he asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that man najat, what is the means of gaining salvation from all the fitnas? Now this is a general hadith, it's not something confined to a particular time and place or etikaf. But the prescription that is given, it applies very very greatly to the mu'takifin. It's applicable to one and all, at all times. But very much to us as well. So he asked Nabi Wasallam that how does a person gain safety from this fitnas? So Nabi Wasallam replied and said, gave him three things. Three aspects. Number one, Amlik alayka lisanak. Same thing again. The first thing Nabi Islam said to him, 
control your tongue. Person gains control of his tongue, he's got control of many, many things, everything in fact. He gains control of his tongue, he'll be very much in control. Luqman gave his son 4,000 advices, and out of that 4,000, one day he selected four for him. The cream of the crop. Out of 4,000, he selected four. And he said, today I'm giving you these four advices. And out of the four advices, the first advice he gave him, that is, Imagine, person of his caliber, that wisdom, gave 4,000 advices over time. Now he's selecting four out of 4,000. And number one of the four he gives is, when you are with people, control your tongue. When you are among people, control your tongue. <coughs> so now in this few days, this, we have spoken so much that if we try to write it, we'll probably fill many, many volumes and Allah knows best how many volumes will get full. For now, let us put this control on the tongue. And the Sufiya Ikiram state, Zuban Bankar Dil Khul Jayega. Zuban Bankar, close your mouth, meaning talk less. Dil khul jayega, your heart will open out. Meaning it will open out to the great mysteries Allah Ta'ala will unravel on that heart. And the heart will open out to righteousness. So, this is the first thing Nabi Salaam is saying to us, Uqba bin Amir that amlik alayka lisanak, control your tongue. Now this is, one is this discussion that we are having in this way. As we said, this is all a reminder we need all the time a reminder upon a reminder. So we have all come for one purpose, we have all come here to achieve the same objective. We should all be helping one another to achieve this. So whatever we learn, there will be times when in a very nice way obviously, in a very nice way, in good words, if there is a need, we remind one another. How somebody has started some discussion, Somebody has started some idle talk. So in a nice way, not in an abrupt way. We've all come to learn. We're all weak. We all make mistakes. We all learn now and we forget now too. So sometimes we forget, sometimes somebody else forgets. So in a very nice way, in a brotherly way, we help one another. In a nice way, we remind one another that we have learned that we should avoid this. We have learned that we shouldn't get in all these idle talk. So let us now occupy ourselves in our work. Somebody is tired. Sleep, Hazrat Shaykh Rahmatullah in his atikaf, used to address the Mu'atakifin and used to say to them, jitna khana ho khalo. As much as you want to eat, eat. Because that has got an, a natural limit. How much is a person going to eat? He'll eat and finally say, no, I can't eat. This is not an encouragement to overeat. But what he is saying is, that you cannot go on eating. There is a natural limit to it. So say, jitna sona ho solo. How much you want to sleep, sleep, no problem. Mu'atakif while he's sleeping also is in ibadat. <coughs> so, even then too he's a very good person, because he's in ibadat. Like one person was describing his son or something, he says he's the best child on earth, as long as he's sleeping. <coughs> so, if a person is not tired, or even if he's not tired to anyone, so sleep, by all means. You say, jitna sona ho solo. You say, bas ek kaam mat karo, baat mat karo. Just keep quiet. Something, once in a while a person will say something, he's eating, he talk to somebody next to him. But then afterwards we've done that, now we don't get involved in idle talk. 
Now we get involved in our work. So, in the short time we have come, it's very few days. Very few days. In fact, the whole of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala describes it as ayyamam ma'adudat. Few days. Allah Ta'ala giving us encouragement to fasting. They don't become worried now, one month of fasting. Ayyamam ma'adudat. Now, out of that ayyamam ma'adudat is only nine or ten days only. That was the whole month was ayyamam ma'adudat, only one third of it. So we just got a few days, just a few days. But with this few days, we'll make just this proportionate effort. فَأُولَٰئِكَ كَانَ سَعْيُهُمْ مَشْكُورًا Allah Ta'ala's rahmat and grace is very great. Allah Ta'ala will enable us to achieve our objective. So in this hadith, the first thing Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to him, أَمْلِكْ عَلَيْكَ لِسَانَكَ The second was, وَلْيَسَعَكَ بَيْتُكَ Let your house be sufficient for you. In other words, don't go outdoors unnecessarily. Here a person goes outdoors unnecessarily, it will break his etikaf. So he's already naturally confined. But now, if he brings the outdoors indoors, then he will defeat the whole purpose. Why the phone, why whatever else. So, we keep the outdoors outdoors. Whatever is outside, leave it outside now. For this short time. Whatever is necessary, something we have to attend to, or even just to find out everything is fine at home, we made one small call and done for the day. And then the third thing he said to him, Wabki ala khati'atik. That you cry over your sins. This is something that we have to give much time to. One is the, when there is collective dua taking place, will be part of it. But that will be once a day. We have to dedicate time for dua, at the time of iftar, before iftar, at the time of tahajjud, between the adhan and the iqama is also an accepted time of dua. Bain al adhanain And at other times, the whole of Ramadan, every moment is filled with blessings. So, we should take this opportunity to spend a lot of time in dua, begging Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness for ourselves, for our families, for our friends, for our relatives, for the entire ummah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And this is the manner if we conduct ourselves, we use this time in this way, then Allah Ta'ala out of His grace, it's not our doing, not our work, we cannot achieve it. But Allah Ta'ala's grace and mercy, He'll enable us to achieve our objective. So inshallah we keep these few things in mind. It's very straightforward, very simple. There is no complicated issues involved. Straight and simple, but we program ourselves. We have our time. Person wants to rest, somebody needs to rest more than others, by all means. But then we program ourselves. Have some kind of target. I need to make so much tilawat for the day. If there is a target, a person will then work towards the target. That will keep his time being used constructively. I need to complete my mamulat. Which time of the day? Set out a timetable. After Fajr, this is what I will do. Or before Fajr, at other, all the infirati times, besides whatever programs will take place, there will be ample time for us to be engaged in our work as well. So we program ourselves, inshallah we have some kind of timetable, and then we try to stick to that as much as possible. Inshallah with this little bit of effort, this is nothing much, Allah Ta'ala's fazal, Allah Ta'ala give jazai khair to the brothers of the Sunfort Masjid, the local Satis, that they have gone out of their way to make everything comfortable for us. Everything is, in fact, literally put on the plate for us. So all those concerns that we normally have to make for ourselves, while in Atikaf, all that has been taken care of. Allah Ta'ala give them the best of rewards in dunya and akhirat. But now it is for us, they have made all these arrangements and all these facilities and whatever khidmat they are making, made it possible and conducive for us to achieve what we, were, we have come for. Amen. Now on top of that, if we don't use this time correctly, then we have done a disservice to them as well. So let us now use this time correctly, let us turn to Allah Ta'ala in all earnestness, 
And inshallah, this must become, with Allah Ta'ala's fazal and grace, the turning point in our lives. <coughs> Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. reported in the Hadith Sharif that a person who recites La ilaha illallah a hundred times daily Allah Ta'ala will cause his face to shine like the 14th moon on the day of Qiyamat what this means is that inshallah with the barakat of this daily recitation Allah Ta'ala will grant him the tawfiq of righteous actions and give him the tawfiq of staying away from sins this will bring him this great honor on the day of Qiyamat person saying La ilaha should bring to mind that everything from his heart which is Ghayrullah all the evil, all the filth all the illicit things, whatever is there, whatever is a obstacle between him and Allah Ta'ala, all this dirt and filth and evil, everything has been taken and thrown out, his ego, whatever it is. And illallah, there is this nur coming which is filling his heart, this is the love of Allah Ta'ala. Recite the Rukhsharif. La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala Alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi Wa ashabihi wa baraka wa sallama Tasliman kathiran kathira Ya Rabbi salli wa sallim Daiman abada على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم دل مرا ہو جائے ایک میدان غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر 
اور میرے تن میں بجائے آبوں گل درد دل ہو درد دل ہو درد دل نفس و شیتا دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے مجھ کو تباہ اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ سا خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار ناماسیاں تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بس تادم آخر ورد زبائے میرے الہ لا الہ الا اللہ لا الہ الا اللہ لا الہ الا اللہ recite Allah a hundred times when reciting Allah to imagine that just as there's a tongue in the mouth that's saying Allah there's a tongue in the heart that is also saying Allah and both are simultaneously saying Allah Allah everything around us is also saying Allah and our heart is filling up with this noor which is the love of Allah Ta'ala اللہ جل جلالہ عمنوانہ اللہ 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 
ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آجا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی ہر تمنا دل سے رخصت ہو گئی اب تو آجا اب تو خلوت ہو گئی مٹا دے اپنی ہستی کو چھوڑ دے ساری بستی کو بستی بستی کہتا جا اللہ 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 محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ تبارک و تعالی علیہ وسلم اللہم لک الحمد کلہ و لک الشکر کلہ اللہم لا نحسی ثنان علیک انت کما اثنیت علی نفسک جز اللہ عنا نبینا محمدا صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم بما ہو اہلو یا ربی صلی وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وصل على سيدنا محمد كلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا ظلمنا أنفسنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخفل لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا همبا إلا فرجته 
اللهم ونجنا من الظلمات إلى النور وجنبنا الفواحش ما ظهر منها وما بطن وبارك لنا في أسماعنا وأبصارنا وقلوبنا وأزواجنا وذرياتنا وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وجعلنا شاكرين لنعمتك مثنين بها قابليها وأتمها علينا اللهم أحسن عاقبتنا في الأمور كلها وأجرنا من خزي الدنيا وعذاب الآخرة Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, oh, most merciful Allah, most gracious Allah, most kind, most loving Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, despite all our sins, Ya Allah, despite the filth that we have, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, despite everything that we have done, Ya Allah, despite the disobedience, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you have been so merciful, Ya Allah. You have been so kind, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you have been so loving, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you have been so tolerant, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, filthy people like us, you allowed us to come as guests in your house, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we cannot thank you enough, Ya Allah. We cannot make enough shukar, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but Ya Allah, we are sincerely repenting today, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are seeking sincere forgiveness, Ya Allah, forgiveness for all our sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive all our major and minor sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the sins that we have done in a day and night, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive us what we did deliberately and mistakenly, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you make us like the day we were born, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. You forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, you forgive the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the entire ummah, Ya Allah. Show your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the difficulties of the ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Give us and the entire ummah the tawfiq of doing those amal that bring down your rahmat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us and the entire ummah from those amal that bring down azab, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to appreciate all your ni'mats and bounties, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, this ni'mat of atikaf enable us to appreciate it, ya Allah. Allah, enable us to use this time in the correct way, ya Allah. Enable us to use this time in a way you will be pleased, ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, ya Allah, make us yours, ya Allah. Allah, you become ours and make us yours, ya Allah. Allah, you become ours and make us yours, ya Allah. Ilahi, ya Allah, koi tujse kuch kohi kuch maangta hai. Ilahi, me tujse talabgaar tera. Ilahi, me tujse talabgaar tera. Ilahi, me tujse talabgaar tera. Ya Allah, we begging of you, ya Allah, we begging you of you, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you become ours, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, grant us your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove all the evils from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove all the illicit things from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove the ego, love of the ego from our hearts, Ya Allah. Remove the pride, the arrogance, the malice from our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with muhabbat, Ya Allah. 
ilahul alamin ya allah you accept all the other ibadat ya allah accept everybody's fast ya allah accept the tarawih salah ya allah accept the tilawat of the quran sharif ya allah accept all the other ibadat that was made ya allah throughout the world wherever the jamaat are making an effort accept it ya allah ya allah make it a means of hidayat ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah all the efforts of deen that are taking place accept it ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah you grant the best rewards in dunya and akhirat ya allah اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واله واصحابه اجمعين والحمد لله 